0: Today, we are starting a new series called the Zero to Hero Lean Canvas Edition, where we break down the Lean Canvas model, which is a really helpful tool for planning your business or even using it as a diagnostic tool to find gaps in your existing business where you can do things better. And so today, we're just going to give you a preview of where we're going to be going across this series, as well as talking about the two ingredients we really think are necessary for you to keep going in your business to be successful. So. Uh, to start off my name is michael Lorzavel. got i'm nate i'm chris and uh, we're going to be your host throughout this we also have another host dylan who will be joining us for some of the episodes um but yeah so first off let's just talk about that roadmap of what the lean canvas model even is and what we're going to be talking about over the series
1: yeah so the lean canvas model is basically another name for it is the one page business plan and if you look at it on one p- uh, piece of paper. It has uh, nine different sections that are all labeled and have different size boxes. And so the premise is it's nine different things that if you figure out, name and develop, your business will at least be better off if not going in the right direction of what you wanna do. So the nine sections and half of them, it's kind of split up in two down the middle as well, um, where the left half is product oriented and the right half is market oriented. Um, and so the nine different things are problem, customer segments, unique value proposition, solution, key metrics, channels, cost structure, revenue streams, and unfair advantage. Is that nine? Okay, nice. you got <laughs> And we add a 10th and 11th ourselves, which are your why and forecasting, but we'll get to that later. Um. Uh, this concept was really popular popularized by the book the lean startup by eric reese and it's a really good way to make a business plan without writing a 50 page business plan yep. like it's it's the heart of the, the matter it gets to the meat it's only the stuff that you should care about and it's a really easy
0: way to think about it so yeah definitely for me as someone as i didn't grow up around business stuff i didn't really have like a backlog of understanding of what business was all about And uh, the lean startup was one of my first business books I ever read. And it really was really helpful and really interesting to see that there's been the shift in business from those 50 page business plans to a much more flexible model that is uh, willing to be able to be shifted over time, depending on how things are going and how the market's accepting your business. And um, I think that's really cool and really interesting. So, yeah. That is kind of where we're headed, and we'll be breaking down what all those things mean. Uh, But today, we're going to talk specifically about what are those two ingredients that we really feel are necessary to keep
2: your business going. Uh, Nate, you want to start us off with one of them? Yeah, sure. So one of the big things that we think is a key to keep your business going is persistence. Just keeping on, keeping on. And I think we all have stories about that. Um, When it comes to persistence, Like we're going to talk about this a lot as we go through this series how running a business it's pretty hard it's it's not easy uh, it might it might like look flashy and attractive to people but once you get into it it's really really difficult to keep this stuff going so the big thing with um being pers- persistent is finding your why uh, which is something we're going to talk about later on. Uh, find your reason for keep on going. It's going to be for getting down systems, which is super important. And that's a big part of lean canvas as well. It's just getting down how you do things and getting really efficient at those things so that it just becomes second nature. Michael, do you have anything? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I did this thought experiment uh, a good while back that really kind of touched on uh, the stuff we're talking about today to the two ingredients. And I was like, persistence is one of the key ingredients but if that's the only ingredient you lean on, there's a lot of people that are really persistent that aren't successful. Mm-hmm. So if you think about like American Idol and people come on and audition for that, but no one in their life has told them that they're bad at singing, like really, really bad. And they go on and they try and they fail, but they just keep trying and trying and trying and trying. But if all the only thing that they do is persist they're not necessarily successful. So I think there is a need for having have to be persistent, and if you don't have that, there's no way you'll succeed. So the other one is uh, the willingness to continually experiment. Mm -hmm. So that combination of persistence and experimentation. So the idea is, if we imagine that that, uh, failed American Idol singer that was so persistent, and for six years, they just were doing the exact same thing, they were playing shows, they were going to auditions, and nothing was happening. But what if they were like, what's something else I can do that I'm not currently doing to try and crack the code of of how to be successful with this? And one of their experiments is to post stuff on YouTube. Maybe that doesn't work. Then the next experiment, let me try on Instagram. Nothing worked there. And then maybe their next experiment is like, what if I went and got a voice coach? And then they go to a voice coach, and they actually start getting better and they do the things they were still doing. They're persisting and they're going and trying to play shows. But this time when they audition to play for some bar for like three hours and get paid like a hundred bucks or something like the bar owner says, okay, because they've been spending that time going to lessons. They tried something different that they weren't trying. They experimented. And then that combined or that persistence gives you that many more shots to be lucky and to be successful. So I think that right there is like this, this, it's like the pedals of a bike. Mm -hmm. Like if on one pedal, it's persistence. If you've ever tried to bike with just one pedal, it's, it's kind (laughs) of really hard. Or or, uh, a canoe or a kayak. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. even better. Yeah. If you thank you, Chris. If you're paddling (laughs) on the one side, you're just going to go in circles. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly and the same thing. If you are not persistent, but the only thing you do is experiment. That means, that kind of definition of someone who's, they're not actually sticking with one thing. They're just constantly experimenting with different things. So there's a fine balance between needing to take a step forward to keep going, but then being able to take a different step forward that takes you in a slightly different direction. And it's that that awareness that happens between those two where the magic really starts to, to happen. And I think it's really the spirit behind Eric Ries's lean startup and uh, the lean canvas model in general, which is that combination of persistence and experimentation. So yeah, you guys have any, any input on that with like, for sure. Yeah. Are you- no, you go first. first. Yeah. Uh, so one of
1: the other big concepts in his book is, and we've talked about it before on other episodes is the minimum viable product or MVP. Um, and it's where if you've ever talked to someone that's somewhat familiar with business, they probably say the word pivot a lot. That's also where, yeah. (laughs) Any friends, fans are like, "Oh, pivot," you know. Uh, So those two concepts are huge, and it's and and I think it's for a reason that they're included with this book, and it's because, um, so the Lean Canvas model itself is kind of naming things, and that's really important when it comes to just knowing stuff in general. Is knowing not only what it is and how to identify it, but that it matters in the first place, and so it gives these nine different categories for small business owners to understand not only should I know what these are, but they have some sort of impact on the success of my business. And if I'm able to not only name them and collect data on them and improve them, but also there's a a backwards way where you can change it and focus on different things to steer it in the direction you want to go. And that's the, the huge uh, power and potential impact of this is if you understand where you want to go and how you want to use, you know, this stuff or, where you want your business to be, you can actually use this as a steering wheel to get there. Um, and that's where goals and stuff are important. Um, but so another word, I think for determination that we used earlier is execution. And so, you know, evolving and doing stuff and iteration and everything is important, but if you don't execute, if you're not determined, and you don't actually execute the ideas, then you're not actually doing anything. Um, I think that's the core distinction between successful entrepreneurs and not successful entrepreneurs is some people come up with really good ideas and don't do anything and some people do stuff and then happen to come up with a like really good idea. So mm-hmm. um and the, both are both are things, both are real life and it's when you find that holy grail of a good idea and you execute that a lot of times is where um really beautiful things happen.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're only going to find those good ideas by experimenting and getting out of your comfort zone. And I really think you can apply not only the Lean Canvas, but these two principles to many of the most successful brands. And even to unsuccessful brands are no longer with us. Uh, I think a good example comes to mind is Blockbuster, which I mean, for, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, for what Blockbuster did, it was really, really good at it. <laughs> I can't think of any other like off the top of my, of my head, like video um, DVD stores that were like Popular and all over the place like it was but that's all that did It never stepped out of that comfort zone and experimented or at least when it did it was late to the party and as a result blockbuster isn't around today well i think it it didn't understand it's why
1: Mm -hmm. right it understood what it did and how it did it but didn't actually understand the purpose it served which was to provide entertainment to people at their homes
0: yep. mm-hmm.
1: and if they understood that they would have jumped on the opportunity to buy netflix when they could exactly 100 percent.
0: instead they did what we hear so many times in different old businesses or organizations which was like that's not the way we do it that's not the way we've always done it mm-hmm. this is how and that's what they were so stuck to their methods and not yep. not their mission not their why I think, and i
1: will you know go to my grave with this sentiment but complacency is the success killer So the second you feel, it's okay to feel comfortable, but if you're complacent, that's where problems start happening. If you're not trying to do better, if you're not trying to improve your systems, there's always ways to do things better. There's always ways to try new stuff. There's always ways to be more efficient. And the second you are like, eh, I'm good, that's when other things start creeping in and you become a blockbuster
2: exactly yeah it's like kind of like calm before the storm effect that we see all the time with small businesses so yeah if you uh, already have a small business also if it's been going for a little while if you are a startup you can still apply these principles to what you're doing though especially if you're in that situation of complacency and you're trying to find out what can I do next what's my next big step is you can apply the lean canvas to your business to look for maybe my why has changed or maybe this element of my business has changed in some way or maybe I have new streams of revenue coming in that I want to capitalize on. And that's all stuff that we're going to talk about in this series.
0: So I think uh, this is a good stopping place for our first episode of this, talking to the ingredients. But I just want to leave you with uh, a final tip from each of us uh, on how to follow through with, with persistence and with experimentation. Uh, and so my big tip is... Uh, to find some accountability so if you are totally new to business or maybe you are not new to business but you're still kind of in a silo all 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 by yourself i would say find some uh, cool friends that are uh, entrepreneurs or hoping to be entrepreneurs uh whether that's locally around you or digitally online um because it's really helpful to have people to talk to during this journey that understand what you're going through as well and to be able to persist and you have that friend. It's so helpful. But the other side is a friend, a truly good friend will tell you if you are stuck in a rut and maybe you need to add some experimentation in there. So I would say accountability is my biggest tip in that area.
2: Yeah. And my big tip would be to get organized and to be planning A lot of times business owners have very big ideas of where they want to see their stuff go. They want to be the biggest blah, blah, blah in their city, they want to be the best blank, blank in their area. And that's (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. But you have to ask yourself, like, how am I going to get there? So breaking down those goals into smaller things that are more achievable and working your way up towards those bigger goals is a great way to make sure they are actually moving forward instead of just getting into that area of like, well, we're doing this right now and uh, we'll get there someday.
1: Yeah. And so it's a compound on that and, and sign off on this overview. So not to add a new concept to the beginning of a new concepts, but there's this (laughs) book called the 12 week year by Brian P Moran and Michael Lennington. And the concept is instead of having, you know, 2023 is a year to where January is the beginning, December is the end. Everyone knows you start off really strong, you fade out near the middle. And then when your deadlines are coming up November, December, you're like the most productive you've ever been. So they kind of take that concept and they shrink it down to 12 weeks to where, You know, week one is your January, week 12 is your December, and you set these goals and you work on them and you try and, uh, you know, your months become weeks and your weeks become days. And so it makes you start with this really long-term, big vision of where you want to be. Then it turns, it says, okay, what does three years from now look like to get there? And then when you have that three-year plan developed, then you say, okay, now what can I do in this one particular area over the next 12 weeks to, like jump towards that one goal. So if it was, for example, you know, I want caffeinated to become really good at, you know, hot chocolate caterings, then, you know, over the next 12 weeks, what could I do? And so one week could be just making sure I have all the right equipment for it and have the systems in place for taking the orders. Then one week could be marketing for it. Then one week could be, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so instead of this, you know, the the crux of a lot of entrepreneurs uh, is that they're really bad at focusing speaking of myself here. Um, And so this takes it to where you have your grandiose visions. you put them into digestible chunks, and then you take those digestible chunks and you take little bites one day at a time. So, um, yeah, that's, you know, you got to have your, the ability to pivot. You have the the data that you're working with, which we're going to teach you over the next few episodes um, to understand why they matter and how to measure them. But also you have to remember that no matter how much ideas you have, or how many things you know. If you don't execute, you're no better than the next guy. You're not any further than the next guy. And as Gary Vaynerchuk says, ideas
0: are bullshit unless you do something with them. So, Next time, we're going to be talking about customer segments. So pay attention because this is a really, really important one. Feel free to take notes. Hey <laughs> Have a good day. See you next one.
2: Thanks for watching. Bye.